Let's go! Woo! Party time! I think it's a bit of a um, letdown after last week. Yes, how do you think it went? I think it was a bit weirded out at first, but uh-huh. I think it was okay after that. I couldn't believe it when he started taking his <laughs> no, no, off. No, no, no. <laughs> See, you don't want to spoil it. I, I want to admit. Because <laughs> no. I think your voice will give it away anyway. No one, because I'll right. be speaking like this for forever this, for the rest the of your three life. Months. Yeah, definitely. I, want, I will actually. I want the handsome listeners at home to know. Okay. That we are cheating. We are recording we this are cheating. in the past. We are recording this one in the past. Uh, it's like some weird time travel we nonsense went, that Russell T. Davis could be writing. That's true. We went back. Except to, we're not suddenly going to have a gay affair. Sadly. Oh. Oh, well, never mind. I guess that's so. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Didn't even make it a minute in. No, no. Pretty devastated. Yes, well, you well, the whole point of getting Russell T. Davis to script us—it's <laughs> true. And I get to have and, and also to say that affair. and also to say that black people are good. That's right. They're good after all. And They're they good, can, simple folk who who have magical abilities sometimes. That's right. Yes, and poor people are noble. They are very noble. And Welsh people are cosmopolitan. <laughs> that's a fact. Yes, that's true. Cardiff is Cardiff, just as good as London. That's right. Every probably better. Probably better. Yes. Less nasty. Less that's up right. itself than that's London. But true. otherwise, but remarkably multiracial. Yes, indeed. Um, and, and also, but not making a big deal of no, the fact that that that, no. that, 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 that that every couple is a multiracial couple. That's right. Not making a big deal every two fuss, minutes. They don't make the fuss that about that. Most couples are multiracial and gay. That's right. They just don't. Make Make a fuss about that sort of thing, showing it every two seconds to show how much they're not making That's a fuss right. about it. That's right. Because it's just normal. <laughs> it happens all the time. Look, here's another one. <laughs> and that's Russell T. Davis's that's right. writing class. <laughs> oh, look, there's another ma- magic Negro. That's right. Oh, the magical powers. Yes. Actually, he did. He had several of them on, in his writing career, didn't Sheed. he? That Remember one, you wrote a review of it. That one, one and the, the bus on... <laughs> Bloody Mars or whatever it was. Oh, good grief! That was the most objectionable thing my eyes have ever witnessed. We didn't actually watch that one, so I've only the read Evans your review. Uh, faffing around. I've only read your review of that one. Oh. I, I felt like I'd seen it after reading your review. But she she seemed like just an ordinary black lady. <laughs> yes, but she was psychic. Yes, because of the black skin. <laughs> yes, who never knew that um, um, increased levels of melanin 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 gives you psychic powers it does it's it's actually the source of psychic powers which is why white people are such bad psychics how come Derek Acora is such a fraud no it's it's not much of a pasty white man yeah but if he he went to Lanzarote got a bit of sun suddenly Mm -hmm. he'd be good he would be a little bit better (laughs) a little bit better yes but he wouldn't be as good as a a magical negro (laughs) no I never understood people who fated Russell T. Russell T. T. Davis. That's how special mm. he is. Well, I imagine that's an equity thing with T. I'd, li- I'd like to hope so because yes. if it isn't, he then needs it's to. It's an be affectation ex- that must be um, abolished. Yes. Um, are you John John G. John Walker? G. Walker? Are you? you I are should John be G. really to be identifable from the vast swathes of John Walker. One ever. one of the few occasions where it would be justifiable. My terrible regret is that I didn't pick a different name when I started my writing career because, or, or when you were born. as with most people, I fell into a writing you career should, rather than deliberately chose it. You should have picked it. a different name when you were born. I should have. I should have looked at my parents and said, "Megan Hugh, this is a ridiculous decision." Yes. How common a name could you possibly choose for your son? What would you have chosen? To be a good... So, so that basically when you're searched for in Google, there's no ambiguity. Well, I've always... I'm oh, sorry, am I boring you? Oh, so if I'm allowed to yawn... Am I boring you? Yeah, you are very, very boring. And that okay. is obviously problematic, but I'm yawning because I'm tired. Right. Um, the <laughs> I've, I've written under a couple of fake names in the past. Like your men. 
<laughs> We're not written, that again. written under, under. Oh, I say under like my man. Um, I wrote and you do most of your writing under a man. Under a man, yes. Makes <laughs> it a bit difficult. It's quite hard to reach around to the keyboard. Reach around. Well, I'm reaching around anyway, so I might as well. <laughs> Waggle the joystick. That's right. <laughs> Russell T. Davis is definitely writing this one. <laughs> That's true. I hope Peter Kay comes on and does a wacky cameo in a bit. <laughs> yes, maybe Kylie will pretend to be a maid. <laughs> That's true. Just a simple, honest maid. <laughs> On the Titanic. That's right. You know, let's pull all the cliches out. It of... makes sense that if you were going to launch a spaceship that you would call it the Titanic. That makes sense, doesn't it? You would. You think that's the name we want to name our boat. And then you'd make sense of it possibly ten years before you made the programme and make sense of it as perhaps a very bad video game by perhaps somebody like Douglas Adams. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Rather than ten years later. Yes, that's right. Anyway, so yes. Oh. It's weird that he's writing this stuff into the script, though, isn't it? I think he thinks it's postmodern, yeah, but it's also quite self-deprecating. Yeah, which is unusual for him because it is. He's, he's nothing but not self-deprecating. A giant windbag of a man. Yes. Did he... you ever watch Queer as Folk? Yes. Is it any good? No. Some people have said it was good. No, it wasn't any good. It had lots of bumming in it. It did, but it wasn't any good. Oh. It, it was. It was tiresome and cliched. Oh, I never saw it. Well, why don't you saw it now? Because I hate the gays so much, I refuse to watch people pretending to be them on TV. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's my issue. Apparently it went to America, and like mm-hmm. every other American series, had about 50 billion episodes of it rather than four. That's right. <laughs> well, they have this 22 to 24 a year thing. Yes. That's very strange. You, you were saying... I must liven up. What was I saying? I can't remember. Your name, writing, oh, under, yes, I love writing written, under your men. I wrote <laughs> under Mark Lane by mistake once. I wanted how, to do you, how do you do that by I mistake? I was trying to be Mark Lake, taking why? on my sister's last name. Why? Um, and they spelt it wrong. Why were you doing this and why Mark? It was. I can't remember the reasons. Why not really. John Lake? John Lake would have been too similar. Swan, and all I once like wrote, Swan Lake. I once wrote a review in a magazine under an anagram of my name, which is, as you think about the letters in my name, doesn't come comfortably. <laughs> that was entertaining. Like your men. That's... was a good one. Well done, Russell, for once you've actually written a good joke. There's probably a, there's a first for everything. Um, I wish Stephen Moffat were writing this. Oh, why did we have to go to war? If only we'd have been like the simple third world folk and not been all Western wind technology and all Tony Belia. Oh, he's gone back to his old writing style. Um, <laughs> Why can't Stephen Moffat be writing us? He's busy. And we'd be witty and erudite. And He's busy and writing Collins and Harry podcast at the moment. Twist. That's not true. <laughs> yes. Actually, no, I suddenly see a gothic twist happening. I believe that Mark Gatiss has just started writing us. Oh, oh look, there's a ghost in your door frame. Eek. From the Victorian era. <laughs> a lot of Victorians. With their, oh, look, it's cut off its head. They didn't pass on very well, the Victorians, did no, they? No, no. The Georgians seem to do a lot better. Yeah. Elizabethans, quite a lot of ghostage. Mark Lake. Mark Lake. That would be my pen name. Would it? Yeah. I imagine it's if you did a Google... to say it out loud, which I quite like about if it. If you did a Google search, you'd find other Mark Lakes. Yes, but not not quite so banal and ge- generic as John Walker. No, it is true. It is quite frightening, because there used to be the comfort of, if you Googled my name, I would come up, I believe that I came up, because I checked once a long time ago, page, 70, page 74 of Google. Hmm. Um, that was by the time you finally found a reference. You go to through me. all the terrorists and shoe bombers, yes. and, and finally you go to you. Now I'm apparently the, I think I haven't checked for a very long time, but I believe that I'm yesterday the third or fourth result. Obsessively clicking. I really refresh. don't. Why not? Because I don't like it. 
No. It's a bit strange. But I'm the third or fourth result on Google for Joe Walker now, which basically means I'm amazingly famous. You are amazingly famous. Hugely famous. You you have a Wikipedia entry. I do have a Wikipedia entry. Apparently Nobody's I tried to one. delete it yet, Not yet. <laughs> I think it was flagged at one point, but yeah. um, it seemed to survive. What I'm doing is now in your Wikipedia article. Yes, I saw that today because I have to. Because you check it every day. I've looked. I've genuinely looked at my Wikipedia article. I think three times ever, and today was the third time because we're just obviously uh, this is in the past. This recording and this is during the brouhaha about Old Man Murray. What's Old Man Murray? It's the greatest gaming writing of all time. Describe it and describe it and describe it's it. Extraordinarily spiteful and um, and mil- mil- malicious games writing. They, like your men. Like my men. Yes. They uh, written by uh, Eric Walport and Czech Falzek, who have now gone both gone on to work for Valve. Having I thought you were saying they've both passed on. Sadly not. No. Uh, they're, they're devastatingly, they're both still alive. Uh-huh. And they work with Eric Walport writes the the stories for the Portal games. Writes dialogue on that. And Chet is Mr. High Up Pants now. We're project leading on things like Left 4 Dead and so on. Why don't you be Mr. High Up Pants at Valve? Um, because I'm not really a games developer. I would love Eric Walpole's job. That would be a great job to have. Why don't you get it? Writing comedy. I, you know, I've tried, but they won't have me. They won't have you? No, they said I was too ugly. You see, that would have been a very easy place to say, like your men, but I Because <laughs> Russell's learning subtlety now. That's true. I am... I like writing about video games. Oh, look, there are two lesbians being completely normal. <laughs> That's right. Look how normal it is that they're yes. lesbians. They're just being lesbians oh. in the corner. Oh, no, I just happen to have a wife. Yes. Oh, no, I just my, happen. You know, oh, you're, oh, oh I, 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 just, I just better go and ask my wife. My wife. It's just, a, it's just my wife. I'm just saying my wife. I'm it's not, a woman. I'm not saying I'm a lesbian. I'm not making a big deal about it. I'm just saying my wife. I'm saying my wife. Wife. I didn't say husband. I said wife. My wife. My wife is at home. She's a wife, you know. She's a lady. It's a wife lady. She's the right, the right I'll ask my lady wife now. Or isn't maybe, it? maybe she wasn't even born as a lady. That's how wifely <gasps> and interesting. Wow. No, uninterestingly <laughs> interesting it is. But it happens every day. We don't even talk about it. Mm-hmm. We don't. We got Every, everybody's so accepting. She's also black, you know. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so you were trying to get well, my wife. Couldn't. My wife's Indian, so. Yes. My, my wife's a Muslim lady who, who's also Zoroastrian. And even though she's Muslim, she's not a terrorist. She's not a terrorist. No. In, fact, in, fact, in fact, she's an imam in her mosque and a brain even, even though she's a Muslim, she's not a terrorist. Even no. though. She, she's a brain surgeon and, 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 and she's done a bit of topless modelling. Because <laughs> she thinks it's empowering. Only in a lesbian magazine. My that's you. right. But that's not Everybody does that these Everybody days. Everybody does that. Right. So you were saying about how you were trying to get his job. No, I, I, I would love to have a job. I've never tried to get a writing job at Valve. Um, writing you did try to suck Valve. up to Gabe. What's his name? Suck up to him. You went to him once on the jolly, <laughs> and you tried to be all charming and a sort of word, but then it faded away, didn't it? Uh, no. It did. <laughs> That's not a thing that happened. It did. You were trying to be all very charming with him when you were interviewing him, and you got on like a house on fire, and then the fire was oh, extinguished. Oh, you on about? Then the fire was extinguished, and then you went home, and he never heard of you again. Was never sad. heard of me again. Yes. Because you, you, you built up a bit of a rapport with him for about ten minutes. I've got a quote from Gabe today for an article I'm writing that arrived in email today. So why don't you say, okay, give me a job? No. I... <laughs> why don't you do that? Because I'm not actually Richard Herring. But why don't you try? Do you know I did once try to get a job at Valve? And? Didn't work out. Why not? Came close, though. Why well, wouldn't well, no, but who stopped you? I never told anyone that. Well, who's, no, who stopped you? The job, the, we were try, I was trying to invent a position that didn't exist, and they were tempted to create it, and then they didn't. Why didn't they? This is a, couple, this is a while back. Awful people, why didn't they? Awful people, let's they're find, awful people. Let's do an investigation. Why didn't they? Let's find out who's to blame for this who, one. Who's to blame? Yes. Well, because they work as a cabal, it's quite you hard said, to I want to invent lazing about all day mm-hmm. vice president. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, tempting, but... Um, 
Selfish bastards. Yes. Uh, yes, that's Chet and Eric, the very old man Murray. It's an amazing site. It's, well, it's all still online. You can go read it. Uh, and they came up with lots of things that are just default arguments now, and everyone links to them all the time. Like what? A hilarious thing about Wikipedia arguing that it's not notable, because there's all these links everywhere. But anyway, like this what? is a three-week-old story. But what? But what? 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 Uh, yeah, they did the anti-adventure game story. They, in fact, they picked up the cat moustache puzzle, which is something I wrote mm-hmm. about independently, uh, and I feel like I don't. They what? get all the credit for the cat moustache, and I don't. I don't know what that is. It's a game, and of course you don't. There's a game called Gabriel Knight Three. Gabriel don't know Knight what that 3. is. Uh, it's a point-and-click adventure in the Gabriel Knight series. One and two are actually genuinely quite good games. Three is not, and mad people think that it is. There is a puzzle in this game, and I cannot exaggerate this puzzle because it's so perfect. You need to hire a motorbike. To get a motorbike, you need... Pers- oh, look, there's a disabled gymnast who's also gay and a policeman. Carry on. <laughs> you, need to, you need ID to hire a motorbike. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what you have to do is steal the ID of another man staying in the hotel that you're in. The way you do this is you get a suite from the entranceway and you put it on a table midway down from his room to the reception and then you ring his room from the reception so he comes out when he passes by the table he goes ooh a sweet and bends over to pick it up and when he's bending over you can reach and take his ID out of his back pocket but the problem is he unlike you has a moustache and so in order to look like the ID you need to get a moustache so to do this what you must do is create a moustache now obviously the way to do this is to get a cat to run through a hole in a door by squirting it with a water bottle you need to get the water bottle from a priest by lying to the priest to distract him so he goes away from his window so you can steal this plant sprayer from his window so with this you squirt the cat causing the cat to run through the hole but the cat doesn't leave any fur behind for you to make a moustache out of yet so you must go to the the uh, restaurant in the hotel and steal some glucose syrup I think it is and you take this syrup and you go to the cut hole and you smear it on there causing the cat to run through the hole leaving its fur stuck in the glucose which you then stick to your top lip and thus you look like the man and you can hire the motorbike it is by far the stupidest, most appallingly idiotic puzzle I've ever encountered. And I wrote uh, about, all about this in my review for PC Gamer about ten years ago when it came out. And since then, find out that old man Murray get all the credit for identifying this when it was me! It was I. No, it was me. Oh, yeah, I forgot this is written by Rusty Davis. He's usually grammatically incorrect. So it was me who discovered this, was it? Or was it I who discovered it this? It was me. Was it I who discovered this? It was me. This? No, it was I. No, it was me, not you. It was me. It was you, but I. <laughs> well, even then. Are you nominative or are you not? I am not. What are you then? I am declarative. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> <laughs> I need to wash my mouth out with something. Do you have any alcohol? Oh, that's a good idea. What are we not talking about this week? He said 15 minutes into the podcast. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. We haven't decided yet, had we? We have this week, we're not talking about... Let's do about... the process we normally do beforehand, on air. Okay, go on then. Um, um, is, it, um, <laughs> um, is it something... Why, oh, why? why? We haven't had a why, oh, why for a long time. That's true. It's been in the news recently. I was thinking in the kitchen about uh, the dreadful behaviour of teenagers. No, we've done that. I know, but I was wondering if there's a new angle we could take on it. Mm-hmm. Why, oh, why do they allow teenagers to play dangerous video games? Mm. No, that doesn't sound right, does it? No. No. When will... Where's them? No, when will we have last week? Bugger, this is difficult. This is very difficult. People don't usually see this. They don't normally know the effort that goes into this this podcast. Um, Russell, come on. Are there now... I've got it. Okay. Are there now far too many ways to recycle? 
That's it this week. Are there now far too many ways to recycle? That's what we're not discussing this week. Okay. So we have here some premium cider. It's not rum. It's not even got rum in the name. No. Um, can't even make it out of the letters on the on the bottle. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Oh yeah, I can. Mixed fruit has got the letters of rum in it. And where does it come from? Get off! I'm reading it. Where does it come from? I'm reading it. Get off! Where does it come from? It comes from Kopparberg. Turn it over. Uh, with mixed fruit. It's mixed fruit. Genuine uh, cider. Genuine Swedish cider. It all fits together. From two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, which everyone's forgotten. Produced in the town of Kopparberg, Sweden, using soft water and fermented apples. With a touch of blackcurrant oh, and raspberry. Oh, they, the, they let the apples I rot. I know, it's a picture of... Why did they let the apples go rotten before they put it in the bottle? They it's should have put it in when it's I'm fresh. more annoyed that there's apples at all, bearing in mind the picture only bears uh, a raspberry and a, and a blackberry. Mm, it's called a cider. A blackcurrant, even. It is called a cider, and a cider would have pear or a apple. A pear cider has pear in it. And apple This is mixed apple. fruit cider. I don't want apples to be mixed in my fruit. Is apple not a fruit? Oh, it smells fantastic. Is apple not a fruit? Nope. No. Apple is a, a, a... It's a sin machine. It's a legume. <laughs> yes. Apple is actually a berry. Do you know that? Is it? Yes. It's, no, got it's, seeds, it's got seeds in the middle. It's a berry. That's not true. All fruits have seeds in the middle. No, they don't. Strawberries. Banana is a berry. No, stra- strawberries don't. Strawberries aren't berries. Strawberries are not berries. But, That's right. They're but fruit. an apple is. But, but botanically, any fruit... That has its seeds in the middle is a berry. Not a stone, but its seeds. Multiple seeds. So an apple is a berry, but a mm-hmm. peach is not a berry. And a strawberry certainly isn't a berry. Mm-hmm. And nor is a raspberry. So a raspberry, a raspberry is not a berry. A strawberry is not Do a berry. But just... a banana or an apple is a berry. And of course, a tomato is a berry. Shall we just change it round so that it's the right way round again then? <laughs> no. It amuses This smells great. It's red. Oh, it does. It smells of, of that sort of party. Mm. <laughs> mm. It smells of pie. Mm. Party mm. pie. That's no, quite nice. It's okay. I think that their pear is delicious too. I think they've done a good job. Mm. So, my wedding cake. Yep. Um, we're trying to work out how many tiers to have and what the tiers should be. Now, I don't like sponge cake because I'm sensible and recognise sponge to be the most so boring like thing on earth. Cake. But Laura does like sponge cake because she's a blithering idiot. Well, if you have multiple tiers, you can have... Exactly. So should we have multiple tiers of... And how many tiers should we have? Well, do you know what we did? We had one kind of traditional marzipan-y sort of fruitcake for the traditionalists. Yep. And then we had just lots of cupcakes around it so that oh, everybody okay. could have their own sort of cupcake. Why don't I remember that? You don't remember anything about my wedding. That's really true. So I, be- I remember the room we were in. You do remember You do remember coming wearing a, sm- a smelly sweatshirt, though. I wasn't! Yes, you were. I was wearing trainers, no question about that. And your sweatshirt. I always wear trainers. You were wearing a sweatshirt which said HTML, and then had slash HTML on the back of it. Well, let's start with I owned a t-shirt that said that. Secondly, mm. I was wearing a shirt and tie. You were? You were no, you weren't. You were wearing the t-shirt that said HTML, no, slash HTML, wasn't. with a sweatshirt underneath it. You know, like a thick t-shirt. You know you, that stupid thing you do where you wear more true. than one t-shirt. Oh, it is. It isn't true. I was wearing. I a shall shirt. turn up. I shall turn up to your wedding wearing nothing. We are making it very clear to our guests. I shall wear, wear my birthday suit. We can. We are making it very clear to our guests. They can wear whatsoever they wish to our wedding. Yeah, but you'll judge them severely. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll judge them the smarter they are. Yeah, of course. Um, no, so we're trying to decide what to do with the cake. Well, have have. Twelve tiers. But what about? See, the problem is, cake is rubbish compared to pie. So what about one of the tiers no. being a pie? No, that would be top tier. Could be a pie. Yeah, top tier should be a pie. A pie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It'd be amazing. Mm, but you should also you should have it. It should be a windowsill, because all the best pies are left in windowsills. 
or cartoon characters to follow to follow the visible smell line through the air. You floated, drift in on the smell line. You drift in on the smell line, defying gravity all the time. That's right. Mm. And so you definitely should be, yes. I do like to believe that cartoon logic works in the real world. Mm. I like to believe that when I get electrocuted, I would go skeleton human, skeleton human. Yes. That's important to me. I, I also do wish it would be very helpful if, until you realise you've walked off a ledge, gravity doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It's only when you and you get to feel down below your feet, you're, whoop, whoop, yeah. there's nothing there. There's nothing you can do about it in that moment of realisation. You can't scamper back, because if you no. scamper back, you'll just run on the spot before you fall. <laughs> yes, yes. That's the problem. Biddly, biddly. <laughs> Yeah, but when you fall, you'll be all right. If you wear a puff of smoke and then you yeah. get up, you'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. I do like those sorts of websites, don't you? Hmm? There's a cartoon logic website, I believe, mm. uh, that sort of applies all the laws of physics to their cartoon. Oh, uh, cartoons and laws of physics. Like the TV trope sort of thing. I never got into TV tropes. The site's so ugly and confusing. Everybody goes, oh, oh you'll start TV You tropes. can't stop reading I can't can. start reading it. It's so frustrating. It's so overly long. Every entry is so long-winded and fatty <laughs> yes. and rubbish. Should be more witty, shouldn't it? Well, maybe a little bit. More pithy would be good. A bit more pith. It's not as good as, I'd say, rockpapershotgun.com. That's a good website. I, the problem with Rock Paper Shotgun is it doesn't give me the feeling of a quality read. It just looks like a long, rambling blog. That doesn't make if sense. Only it's it didn't very look like a long, if only it didn't look like a long, rambling blog. But it's clearly distinguished articles. I don't like the fact that it looks like a long, rambling blog. So you just prefer the exact same site but laid out slightly differently? Yes. How would you, want it, how would you have it laid out? Make it look like an online mag, like Slate or Salon. No. Or indeed Rupert Murdoch's The Daily. Plus our turnover is far too quick for such sites. Articles what about Rupert Murdoch's The Daily? I've never even seen it because I don't you have an iPad. An iPad. He wants to increase sales by limiting it to only one device. That's right. He's a genius, isn't he? He's a genius. You can't buy my newspaper unless you own this particular sort of spectacles. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say something outrageous and offensive. We haven't done that for ages. It's true, actually. Go on. I think that all blind people are mm. rapists. That's hardly... Hardly outrageous. I mean, isn't that just a statistical fact? Based in truth. Yeah, you're mm. right. It's not... And then they're not rapists because they have an intent to cause sexual abuse. It's just because they can't see what they're doing. They're just accidentally raping all yeah, they, the time. They keep, they keep falling on people and stumbling, mm-hmm. stumbling into places they shouldn't be. That's right. Oh, pardon. Excuse me. I mean, you know that um, Peter Blind... Peter him. Blind. Every time he goes up the lift in the BBC, he, think, <laughs> he thinks he's pressing the third floor button and he's just pressing a lady's private parts. Her clitoral button. I, I mean, how, does it, how is he supposed to know? That's true. Can't blame him. Exactly, especially when people leave fake Braille lying around all over the place <laughs> tricking them. Yes. Fake Braille is my new favourite idea. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. I'm something up fake Braille. <laughs> Russell T Davis is clearly not writing this. <laughs> Russell T. Davis would make sure that the blind person was the best person. That's right. Even though he's blind, his other senses become more powerful. It would be a, He'd hear something that you or I would, would be kill a, you or I. The, the, the evil person would be a fully sighted Israeli in a Tony Blair mask. That's right. Those damn Israelis. <laughs> Everyone's anti-Semitic, aren't they? Yeah. It's exciting. Were you excited to see that Charlie Sheen's an anti-Semite? Oh, they all, I think it's the, it's the new black, isn't it? It is. It's very cool. Oh, it's the so new sick. hating blacks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, it's quite funny because it's like, um, it's a bit like the brief history of time. You remember it was in the um, top ten of the booksellers list for years and years and years. And it kept, every time we thought it was about to drop off the list, it came back. Mm. Anti-Semitism's like that. You always think yes. it's always about to drop. Oh no, it's back again. Peter, 
um, what's his name? Tatchell. Mm. Peter Murphy. No, Peter. Peter Parker. Peter Peter Bainham. There we go. Peter Bainham. Peter Piper Peter Peter Bainham. Peter Piper 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 and his friends, his famous friends. I've said this on Twitter already, but you know this John Galliano who says how much he loves Hitler? Three weeks ago. Yeah, I'm not sure that Adolf would have loved the homosexual designer back. No, it's a something, shame, isn't it? Something something tells me it would have remained unrequited. It's, I like the fact that, is it Dior he worked for? No, whoever. Just it. fired him instantly. Yeah. But all the, all the models said, oh, he's very sad, he's just an artist, it's a bit of theatre, darling, it's a bit of theatre. <laughs> we don't yeah, like his that's the sort of play we go to see. Sort of like Mind Kampf on stage. Yeah. We don't like his designs anymore because everyone else found out. I think we already knew about him. Mm-hmm. Yes. So he has to be fired. Yes. Well, you know, who made them fire the lizards, forced them to fire him. That's true. Yeah. Damn lizards. Damn you lizards. Or oh, do you think our t shirts will have arrived yet? No, so we shouldn't shouldn't mention them until they have. I hope so. so. We, we could take a photograph of us. Both in wearing the them together. Yes. We're such um Zionists, you and I. We are. Yeah, that that's, I mean, we have a little bit of evil going straight up our back, mm. up our spine into our cerebral cortex. Yeah, the evil of Zionazism, mm-hmm. as it should be called, Zionazism. Yes. What do you reckon? And this is going out into three weeks' time. Mm-hmm. Do you reckon that Libya would have been sorted by then? Gosh, I don't. Well, imagine that Gaddafi will. I think he'll still ousted. be there. No. Really. I think he. I think there's a bit of a stalemate. I like his. Everybody thinks because it happened in Egypt, it's got to happen in Libya as well. Just because that's the way the narrative's going to work. But I don't yeah. think so. I like the way that when the protest is in the capital, and his argument was no, they're just going out to say how much they love me. <laughs> that's a brilliant with spears. That's a brilliant yeah. denial. <laughs> and then I shoot them with thanks. That's right. <laughs> he's entertainingly mad, isn't he? he it's is a, a shame that he's a vicious dictator or murderer. Yes, that's a shame. I've been to Libya. Have you? I went to Tripoli. Why? We went to see Leptis Magna. Were you selling a... weapons? Yes. Yeah. I, I sold him all his tear gas. Oh, okay. What are you seeing? Leptis Magna. What is that? Some Roman ruins. What does Magna mean? Um, well, it, it depends. But um, it usually means the... It would usually mean the biggest of something. If it's a lady. Oh, <laughs> see? Because there's Chew Magna. is a place near Bath. Well, Magna is the feminine of Magnum. Right. As in... Murder, murder investigators, Magnum, or, or the ice cream, the biggest ice oh. cream. I see. Yeah. Okay, so Chu Magna, which I always think should be sound, said in the booming Brian Blessed voice. Chu Magna. Yes, sounds like it should be said. Is Brian Blessed still alive? Yes, he is. Why? I don't know because I, I believe he's immortal. But he seems to have been the same age for several decades. Yep. Do you know who else has been the same age? I went. What the other day? I watched the original Airplane. From 1980. Leslie Nielsen was a very old man then as well. He's died now. Has he died? I can't believe you didn't know. I've forgotten that he died. He died a few weeks ago, you fool. Has he actually died or not? What do you mean, has he actually died? I don't know if you're lying or not. Is he really dead? Yes, he died a few weeks ago, or a month or two ago at most. Oh. Well, at least he's going to stop him making those any more of those awful yes. films, I guess. But he died at the same age he'd been for the last Yes, I remember that. Because it, it was funny, because... Oh, it's your phone, not mine. Because people... People liked him mm. because they remembered Airplane and yes. the original police squad. 
But it also meant they hadn't seen anything that he'd done for 20 years. Well, you told me that he'd done some very bad things, didn't you? Not bad things, as in morally, just terrible films. Well, you said um, that he, he, the films were very bad, but more importantly, um, you said that he'd be done lots of, like, 150 serious films, and he'd been a serious actor, playing serious parts. Oh, yes, until, until Airplane. And then suddenly he was this comedy actor. Until Airplane, he'd mm. been a serious actor. He was a kind of, gosh, he was born in 1926. Yes. He died on the 28th of November. Told you. Last year. It's about the time. Well, I remember I, it now. I remember the death about now. the time my voice went. Um, maybe it's related. Yes. It's hard to imagine that's a coincidence. Maybe, maybe he's haunting my throat. That could be it. Good grief, he was, he was 84 when he died. And still mm. acting. Yes. That's frightening. And awful. Yes, he was a serious actor. He did lots of kind of... He was in um, uh, uh, The Forbidden Planet. Yes. Um, and, and he was fine he was very, quite a boring actor mm. and then he um did this role in airplane that played the doctor on an airplane and it was a revolution because a uh, revolution even and uh, a revolution a revolution because i think it's fair to say airplane was a bit of a revolution airplane if, one in, if one suggests that kentucky fried movie was the john the baptist of the revolution okay yeah um and so he he was he was very funny in that because he was so deadpan everyone is funny in that film because they're deadpan yeah. they all deliver these which is something that people have forgotten subsequently yes, badly, very much so. very badly you, they deliver these remo- these brilliant wordplays and jokes with, yes. abs- with the no, no laugh here gaps no, no. pause for uh, look how clever no, that is no mugging nothing at all and it's like listening to someone say it, uh, it's a building with patience but that's not important right now and it, they actually say it like they're trying to say mm. but that's not important right now that's the emphasis that's not important right now exactly yeah and, and also, don't don't call- going, it's a building with patience <laughs> and don't call me Shirley <laughs> that's right it doesn't happen like that <laughs> it doesn't it's just he's slightly annoyed uh, and don't call me Shirley mm-hmm. mm. yeah he's frustrated yeah um what happened was, if you watch the commentaries on the Naked Gun movies, it's wonderful because they obviously they have Zucker, uh, Ab- Zucker, Zucker, and Abraham sit down to do the. Aren't they a bit embarrassed because they remember that's when they used to be good? Well, I'd imagine so. Yeah. David Zucker's now directing scary movie mo- uh, sequels. Um, it's very sad. So, uh, yes, indeed. So the three of them sit down and they're doing all three commentaries in a row. You can tell because of the, because of the patter. And so they get, they get to the end of Naked Gun Two and a Half, which of course was still a very funny film. Um, and uh, then they get to the you put on if you put on three straight away a thirty three and a third straight after mm. that they go here we go because <laughs> they hear the misery in their voices as they know this is the dud of a film mm. and and they teasing David going now you're getting on brilliantly with Leslie at this point weren't you and he's like oh, oh really was and it what happened in the gap between two and a half and three and thirty three and a third which was a significant a big head, gap right huh and he got a big head yes oh, really? in that gap between he had now become in an independently of the Zucker brothers he'd become a a comedy actor himself and going in all these trashy little things and so he was doing Pat Prof vehicles who Pat Prof was an originated dialogue writer on the airplane movies and, and, from, and, and, so, and forward and he wrote really lovely gags but he was very much a, a small role in directing his own movies um, they did one called Wrongfully Accused which is not as bad as you'd not imagine which is him just writing for Leslie Nielsen but what happened is that Leslie Nielsen had begun to believe that he was the funny thing about it Right. He didn't understand that the funny thing was the funny things were the things that happened to his character, to yes. Frank Drebin, not yes. what Frank Drebin did, Frank, yes. or not how not key crucially not how Frank Drebin reacted. No, and it, his reaction was that he didn't react, and that's what yes. was so funny. He'd forgotten that, and he thought he was a funny man. So doing googly mugging. eyes to camera, yeah, go- and, yes. and yes, and all this mugging, and they couldn't stop him. 
So on set, he would not listen to them. He wouldn't take direction. They would say, no, Leslie, we need you to say this without looking to the camera or gurning. And he'd say, don't you tell me how to be funny. I know how to be funny. And he'd believe that he knew how, what way he was funny. And the result is a horrible film. But it does contain, there's the other great bit in the commentary is there's a scene in which Anna Nicole Smith is in the film. Now an opera. Uh, yes, indeed. And she's told she has to. What she has to do in the scene is look left, right, and left again without moving her head. You know, so she slides her eyes back and forth like she's being suspicious. Yeah. The way they got her to do this was they said, "We need you to keep your head still, but then look at the door, then look at the trash can, then look at the door again." <laughs> That's how they directed that, of that moment. Could. She wouldn't have known what left <laughs> and right. <was. laughs> it's just incredible. They tricked her into doing suspicious eyes. <laughs> she's a, she's a she was a treat. Now an opera, indeed. Are you going to see the opera? No. Why not? Because I am not interested in opera or Anne Nicole Smith. But what about when suddenly something magic happens and they combine the most interesting thing in the universe? Sodium, not that nice. Mm-hmm. Burn you. Chlorine gas, awful. awful Bring it together, terrible. some salt for your chips. Yay! Maybe the same thing happens. Yay, salt for my chips. <laughs> Maybe the same thing happens. Maybe. Opera. Anne Nicole Smith. Salt for my chips. Salt for your chips. Excellent. That should be the review. Yes. <laughs> we don't often witcher on some rubbish on this podcast, you know. You can't blame us. Can we not? No, you have to blame Russell T. Davis. Russell T. Davis oh, is all his fault this week. Well, yes, it is. Because um, we had to record, you know, two in a row. We had to get. We had to bring in script writers for the ex- second. Exactly. Because we were only able to write one, one, one a day ourselves. Oh my goodness, look at my voice. No, that wasn't very good. That was a CGI voice, but it was very unconvincing CGI. A CGI voice? It was very unconvincing. It was very unconvincing. He thinks that that, you wouldn't have noticed the join, but I have to tell you, Russell, um, (laughs) the effects man needs to... He says he's going to do one for you next. Yeah? Well, let's see if it works. Okay. Let's see if we can spot the join. Come on, then. I don't know what you're talking about. Actually, that was a a lot better. Mm -hmm. There, There was a little bit of pixelation, though. Yes, that was my normal voice, though. <laughs> yes. In fairness, <laughs> now let's uh, now let's now let's have the <laughs> like your mate. You made yourself oh, laugh. I did make myself That's laugh. Sweet. Definitely not written by Russell T Davies now, because there was a laugh in it which she can't do. It says on the script here, Nick laughs at weak joke. It does. It does say that, <laughs> and then it, and then it says that, and then it says that. You know, don't you like the bit where you say, "Oh, it's in the script," and then it becomes infinitely recursive, and then it just becomes problematic. You got it wrong. It's not in. It's, it's it's not in, it's just recursive, not infinitely recursive. I love the way it's written, it's, it's not, it's, it's, it's not, but. <laughs> thump, thump. Wacka, wacka, wacka. Oh, is that how you interpret the thump, thump? You went, I thought you were going to go. That's interesting, I was, I was hoping just to punch you twice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh dear, that, 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 that would have been racist. Is it? Because mm. you're, you're, you're a Semite. No, I'm Indian in this one. Are you? Yeah. I thought you were a plucky dude. Russell, Russell doesn't care. If you're not well, she can play any old dog, he says. <laughs> Just to I show thought, how normal it is. I thought you were you were a, a Jew who wasn't money-grabbing. <laughs> Even Look, I've lent you a fiver, and I don't expect you to pay it back by cutting a bit of your bottom off. Even though you have a slightly hooked nose, I trust you, Nick. <laughs> have you heard about... Have you heard, you, you, you've heard of the, um, the uh, Alan Partridge... Where David Schneider was playing a Jewish comedian, and he said, "And I'll tell you a Jewish joke. Have you heard about the Jewish hotelier? He had a fork in the sugar bowl, for goodness' sake!" <laughs> yeah. And then, like everybody's quiet, he's like, "That wasn't that Jewish joke." He says, "No, no, no. I, I don't mind you. You, you came to the bar with me before. 
you pay for your drink? I said, good. And, uh, uh, <laughs> lovely. I love so, so, for goodness sake. Yeah, it's a great. For goodness sake. It's like, he, it's such lovely writing. He doesn't understand how a joke works. Yes. It's very cute. It is cute. It's cute and lovely and adorable. What do you think of Steve Coogan's later career? <sighs> it's mixed, isn't it? And the new Alan Partridge is very good. I'm a couple behind. I'm also a couple behind. Yes. Oh, that's a little treat! Ooh. I've got my little, my, 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 my little YouTube treat. 20 minutes of Alan. Oh, how lovely. And yes, that's quite good. The trip was laboured, but decent. It was decent. Um, but no film he's made has been any good. Nope, not a single one. He can't act in a film. He's just not a film actor. Yes, it's true. In any respect. And yet... Uh, uh, no, I can't think of one. No, oh, think of it. Think of one. No, I can't. There isn't one, is there? No, there isn't. Is it? But then Hugh Laurie's not been in a good film either. Apart from Peter's Friends, which most people hate. I haven't seen it for so long, but it has all those. It's a good. Most people it's hate it, Cambridge I think, because it has hateful people in it. Well, you've got Stephen Fry, mm-hmm. Rita Rudner, <laughs> who now owns Las Vegas. Does she? Yeah. Kenneth Branagh, Emma, Tom- Emma Thompson? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, Hugh Laurie, Tony Slattery. <laughs> Whatever happened to him? Oh, I saw a photo of him. I mean, he went I saw, mad, but... I saw him being interviewed on TV the other day. He's so old. Is he? Sad. Oh. He's got old. Yeah, he went quite quite mad. Mm. Um, I don't know what and he does fat. to make money anymore. He went fat. He did go very fat. Mm. Yes, and he was... It was kind of interesting watching him on Who's Line because his energy was so weird. It was very nervous energy. He was never funny and mostly annoying. Mm. Um, yes. Anyway, let's not talk about that. Peter Friends is quite good. People... It was smaltzy, but... Mm. And of course, Stephen Fry wrote, Oh, I've got AIDS! Oh, I've got AIDS! <laughs> <laughs> but it was quite nice. Maybe he did have AIDS. I don't think he did. He's all better now, I think. Is he all better? Yeah. Yeah. Quick, Nick, it'd be interesting. We've got ten minutes left to be interesting. I think we should end this podcast right now. No. Okay. I refuse. If you refuse, then you need to tell me what you think of your MP now. Oh, no, I don't want to talk about him anymore. We talked about him far too much. You do, because he, he was crowing he the was, other day. Oh, he's managed to get... He's going to reduce... He, he personally, personally has arranged it Nothing so to do with any plans out of Asta. Yes, putting some electricity, electricity in the train. Electricity in the train. It will start in 2014 and be finished by 2018. Which means it'll be finished by 3018. <laughs> my friend pointed out to me the other day that in 2018 I'll be in my 40s. That's not right, is it? No, it's true. Remember the four, Remember when 40s was basically dead? Yeah, well, it's coming up. You're even closer to it than I am. Oh, dear. What, are you 35? Uh, yeah. Or 36? Can you imagine being in your 40s? No. 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 You're th- how are you, 35 or 36? You shouldn't say How it. old are you? You shouldn't say exactly, because now people will work out for your bank card, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're, you're 38 years old, John. Remember that. Born on the 1st of January... 1986. According to the vast majority of websites, I'm one on the 1st of January, 1900. <laughs> oh, do you select that for yes. this? Yeah, to get past any age gate. Have you found it? Have you ever found a get lower than that? No, but often they won't get higher. I found one that was 1941. Well, well, that's a bit mean. That is a bit mean. That means my grandmother's not allowed to <laughs> use that all sorts of people are over. My grandmother ones. can't use that website. That's right. She's stuck on the outside of it. What was it called? Youth of Today website or something. I mean, really, who it would was, do that? I can't remember now. That is very mean. The Onion ran a story a few years back saying uh, man, uh, 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 too young to enter the site button clicked for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> and what happened? 
Um, I don't remember. Although I do remember in the olden days, mm-hmm. in the 90s, mm-hmm. um, if you were to look in the 90s, if you were to look at an unsavoury <coughs> website, perhaps a website advertising... Ladies. Uh, naughty hats, mm-hmm. let's say. Naughty hats. Naughty hats site. Yes. Um, you had to. You would have these. Do you remember these bright mon? These are uh, magenta screens or cyan screens that all websites were made in in those days. Yes, and it would have. This website is rated over eighteen. The mm. very naughty hats on yes. these websites, and it would say, "Enter or leave," and you'd have the two buttons, and the leave would always link you to somewhere sarcastic, like Disney. to Disney dot com. You yeah. knew, <laughs> you knew, you looked at naughty hat websites in the nineties as well. <laughs> Who didn't look at naughty hats in the nineties? Clearly not, because I'm a good Christian boy, so I've never looked at naughty. <laughs> you've hats never looked in at my no- life. You've never looked at naughty hats. I don't even know what a naughty hat looks like. No, because you clicked the, uh, the leave button. Click the leave and you button went back to Ooh, Disney. Disney's website. How lovely! <laughs> Ironically, Disney was the naughtier, more evil choice. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <Ooh. laughs> So yes, yeah, so that was always fun. I like that, the way they would have little jokes to wear to get you for your naughty hats. Naughty hats, as if, as if you could leave a web page, <laughs> leave the internet. Do you remember the... I remember CompuServe at the time, and they tried to keep you away from the internet. I can't believe you used to use CompuServe. It's the one with that joke. Mr. 198376423,658 at CompuServe.com. <laughs> What's something like that? Yes. I wish I could remember. I used to know it. That's it. Your email. People address. just accepted that. That's like, oh my email address is a number. Okay, and then you wouldn't go into the web. No, they didn't want you to go there. It's dirty, it's naughty, awful out there. The, 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 you get thorns. You lo- loaded most CompuServe mosaic. You would stay safe in their little area until you opted to go outside of it. Yes, it was so strange. You had to click. People won't remember modem cells, will they? <laughs> and, and as you move to different, you move to twenty-eight point eight, and then thirty-three point three, and then fifty-six came out. And each modem had a different sort of ramp-up sound. So the older ones, <laughs> then the, then then you the fifty-six came out, and so it was a kind knew, of whooping sound. And you learnt the sound of your connection, so you knew when it wasn't connecting properly. Yes. Was an error because you oh that that wasn't right. I learnt when it was going to be connecting slow more slowly than I wanted it to. <laughs> the whoop wouldn't be as good with fifty six k modem. It's true. God, modems were terrible. They were awful, <laughs> but they were the best we had. Beep, beep. <laughs> oh yes, the internet. Sometimes the internet would be engaged. <laughs> And unless you were very, very lucky, you paid per minute to be on it. That's right, and someone would telephone you in the middle of it and cut you off the internet. The phone would ring and you'd cut <laughs> off from the internet. You paid per minute to be on the internet. That's right. And then your computer went off the internet. That's right, you turned it off. And if you accidentally left it on, oh, 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 oh my bell. goodness, I left the internet on for, for nearly half an hour. The phone bell, when the phone bell went off, that's going to kill me. These people don't know they were born. They don't know they were born. Thanks, they thanks, for, freedom fighters li- thanks for freedom fighters like me. That's right. And I mean that quite sincerely, folks. It's true. You all Bizarrely have me to enough. thank for your unmeted internet access. Yeah. Isn't that amazing that you are genuinely enormous part of the fact we have unmeted internet access? Yeah, in the UK? well, and believe it or not, um, they were all they were all looking to bring metering on even to broadband. It uh-huh. was a, a close shave. And you did. You started an organisation called Cut. Yes, well, co-started. It wasn't just me, but mm-hmm. campaign for unmetered telecommunications. In fact, the the archive's still running. If you go to www.unmetered.org.uk, it's still there. You can have a look, see what we did for all you ingrates. I'd forgotten you'd done that. Thanks, Nick. Yes. Otherwise, your rock papers wouldn't be anywhere. True. Imagine you had to dial up to get <laughs> your rock papers, and there'd also be no proper online gaming. 
No, they Can you imagine? Yeah, I'm going to play my MMO for about seven minutes. <laughs> That's all I can afford. <coughs> what a ludicrous situation that it was. It really was. Mm. What was the slowest modem you ever had? 14.4. You had a 44. I think we started at 28.8. Or oh, maybe wrong about that. You didn't even have a 9600 modem. No, no, Actually, I think, no. no, I think we started with 44. No, no, no. Very the, briefly. the slowest modem I had, mm-hmm. I borrowed the school's modem, yeah. which was uh, 1200 one way, 75 the other way. Gosh. Just connected to bulletin boards. I remember connecting to a bulletin board because I had read in Osborne Guides about telecommunications and all of that, and the bulletin boards were kind of fading out. And I kind of said, what happened to the big telecommunications revolution that we'd read about? I actually mm-hmm. asked the SISOP. I said, you know, it was supposed to be the next big thing. What happened to we were supposed to be living in a network world? This is all fizzled out and we've mm-hmm. got nothing. <laughs> Little did I know it was just round the corner. Just around the corner. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh, yes, the rain stopped now. Not realising the tsunami's <laughs> just round the uh, bend. I remember going to America in 98, 99 and seeing um, advertising posters on, you know, billboards by the side of the road. With web addresses on them, and being absolutely bemused by this, that would have been earlier so than that. peculiar. It should have been earlier than that. No, this is when I the first time I went over to the states. I was, was already was running like po- positive in '98. No, you weren't. Yes, I was. Positive's thirteen this year. That okay? So you were just starting it up. So you're running it in your spare time and working at Westminster School. No, no, no. Mm, sort of. Yeah. But, anyway. but I worked at EasyNet before that. But companies just didn't have URLs on their uh, URLs well, on, their, often, no. on their posters and stuff. And everywhere <coughs> you went in America, they had them. And I thought, and also the same thing with DVDs. DVDs occupied all the floor space with VHS in an embarrassed corner. <laughs> then you come home, and then there'd be like six DVDs on sale. Remember DVDs? HMV. Oh, I hate DVDs. <laughs> yes, I remember ten years ago, 30, fifteen years ago, thinking this is the this is the best thing that's ever happened. <laughs> and then just how I was able to put up with menus. Oh my goodness. And enforced adverts. And the, and, the, and the copyright notice to tell you you're a thief. That's right. An FBI warning from America. Oh, that reminds me. We need to record an audiobook of my paper because yes, there, are too, there are too many people who still think that uh, sharing culture is like stealing a car. And we, we need to, like sort, we need to sort that out once and for all. <laughs> right here, ladies and gentlemen, you've had enough of us. That's true. Especially after the delights you've given you last week and this. Last week's was amazing. Yes, it was. It's a shame that he had to storm out halfway through, but then... But then again, if you had... Some people like my bottom, some people don't. Yes. There's nothing I can do about that. Oh, look, look, look! He's mentally retarded, and yet he's the Prime Minister. He's mentally retarded, but even so, he still knows how to save us in a way that we can't... His simple view of life has yeah. a certain purity to it, where it our complicated brains can't see. Exactly. I've learned a lot through that little disabled black Jewish Asian kid. <laughs> so have I. Blind, deaf, and and disabled. Oh, he's so awful. He's rubbish. But that, Thanks but for running again. Episode. Then though, again, he, he is gay. So what do you expect? That's true. Bye. Bye.